0: News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk.
1: Hey, listen to this. The Turk. he wants to talk. He, got you. imagine a nerve on his son of a b- day. Crap's out last night. He wants a meeting today. What did he say? What did he say? But the the He wants us to send Michael to hear the proposition. And the promise is that the deal is so good that we can't refuse. Hey, eh? What about Bruno Tatari? It's part of the deal. Bruno cancels out what they did to my father. The unmistakable sound of James Caan as Sonny Corleone in the 1972 hit movie Godfather. The legendary actor has passed away at the age of 82. Caan was also famed for starring in El Dorado, Misery and Elf, to name just a few. And here to talk to us about his fabulous career and legacy is Hollywood journalist Jeannie Wolfe.
0: Hi. Oh, I was so sad to hear that he died. You, You know, he was he was such a vibrant person, you know, as alive as he is in the Godfather in person he also he would just enter a room fill it with his personality and and even in life as sweet a guy as he was he played a lot of bad guys but he was a doll in person but there was a certain uh, recklessness to his personality and the daring and also he was very funny so you even you know when you you never felt threatened by him because even when he was carrying on he, You knew he'd end it with a joke. What a great guy.
1: I assume that acerbic wit was perhaps part of his upbringing because he was born in the Bronx, wasn't he? And he was used to working, lugging meat around his neighborhood as he worked for, you know, the family
0: business. Yeah. well, the, he says that when he says, bada bing, <laughs> in The Godfather, that was him from his neighborhood. He said uh, Francis wanted him to bring all those neighborhood sounds Uh, to the movie. So when we hear Bada Bing in all those gangster movies, we'll think of Jimmy. Wow,
1: I didn't realize that. And of course, it was the name of the the strip club in The Sopranos. So really, that had quite far-reaching legacy there. He
0: originally auditioned for Pacino's role, I understand. Well, he had worked with with, uh, Francis Ford Coppola on another movie. And they brought him in and he almost thought he got the part. But Pacino wanted I'm sorry, Coppola wanted Pacino, and he had a hard time getting the studio to accept Pacino, so I'm sure that Jimmy went through a period where he was on again off again, but then they gave him this very memorable part in the godfather and and he was also in Godfather too they did a they did a sort of a a you know a replay scene,
1: yeah. And of course, this generation will know him from the Christmas movie Elf. And he, you know, <laughs> know, follows in a long tradition of gangster movies, you know, going comedic and fluffy, like maybe Robert De Niro and Meet the Fockers.
0: Yeah. Oh, exactly. But also he was in James Conn was in so many movies in a period of 60 years that he crossed generations and people, you know, people pull out of a hat the movie The Thief or The Gambler or, or you know, or Brian's Song, uh, the, the the movies that that touch them over the years. And he delivered it, every single one of those. Uh, tell me about your dealings with him, Jeannie. Well, it's funny. I I knew him for a very long time. He spent a lot of time. I, I, before I moved to Hollywood, I was in Miami and... Uh, he was always around Miami, and and I I don't even remember how I met him or the first time I interviewed him, but it was so many times. And he was always a gentleman, always respectful, always a riot. I mean, you know, if you were around him, you were going to hear a great story or you were going to hear the latest joke or the latest take on the news. There was a period of time Oh, almost 10 years, really, where he didn't do where he didn't do a movie. And he really spent a lot of time, you know, helping Scott, his son, who's now an actor. He thought he was going to be a baseball player. So that was a a tough time in his life. He had problems with alcohol and drugs and depression, but he also wanted to spend time with his with his son and with his family you know, he, he always said he couldn't stand it when stars acted like they were special, that it was your family and your friends and your life that were more important than fame. And yet, he loved walking down the street. He was always darling to anybody who asked him for an autograph.
1: Well, thankfully, he pursued the acting route and not the sporting one. Jeannie Wolf, Hollywood journalist, thank you very much for joining us this morning.